Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Ooh. Ooh, we're, we're ghosts. We're ghosts. <laughs> Ooh. Logan's fault never. Welcome to the ghosty podcast. <laughs> we need like some um, uh, mm, game show theme music. Oh, yeah. Do, like. I'm wearing crumbs everywhere. We're a mess over here today. When am I not? First off, it's a Sunday. It's weird. Yeah. You never see each other on weekends. I know. <laughs> Your son. <laughs> y'all, I wish y'all could see what's going on over here. There's a lot going on. Logan There's... is sitting up on the floor with his little pillow and... Just thrashing around. Yeah, just thrashing. You yeah. know, all the things. We're drinking a delicious pumpkin beer. Yes. And I'm eating pumpkin pretzels. Yes. Complaining about my weight and eating pumpkin-covered yogurt sugar-covered pumpkin pretzels. That's all right. That's all right. She is so skinny, y'all. Stop it. Y'all don't even know. Okay, uh-huh. first off, Missy, pre and post baby, is still the smallest person that I know. It's a lie. It's not. But that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm okay with that. We're also drinking these pumpkin beers in remembrance of your friend. Yes. Yeah. Austin. Uh, Austin's anniversary passing is tomorrow, right? I believe it's tomorrow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, so cheers, yeah. Austin. Cheers. And I got the pumpkin pretzels in his memory, too. Yeah. Yep. I've been eating pumpkin Pop-Tarts with Jackson. He loves them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love pumpkin beer, pumpkin mm, things. Everything. I love it. Yep. I tried to get this pumpkin bread the other day. It's really good, but Jackson does not appreciate that. So. Oh, really? Mm, I'm going to some pumpkin bread this season. It's not like sweet pumpkin bread. It's actually, you know how you can get like the ra- cinnamon raisin swirl bread? Yeah. It's that, but pumpkin. Ooh. Good. I would totally grub that. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Sounds delicious. Yep. It sounds delicious, huh, Logan? As Logan agrees. talk about food. Look how fall it looks outside. I wish that were leaves and not pine straw. I know. <laughs> Do you know what I noticed the other day? This is totally random, but uh, when we got back from dinner last night, um, I, maybe it's just some of the trees in our, our yard turning, but like our tree in the backyard, um, the one with our birdhouse in it, is starting to turn. But it looks almost like it might be dying. Oh. And we can't tell. So it had us kind of worried. I don't know. I, I know nothing about trees and plants. I don't either. And I'm the last person to notice anything. It, this Kind of. I can't tell if it's if the leaves are just turning or if it's dying. And it worries me, like, with some of the work that the construction workers did. <gasps> oh. They dug a lot. Oh, no. And so it worries me. They also... send it Reiki. Listen. Oh, that's true. I could send them flies. Reiki. The flies are still hanging out in my house. Not as bad, but they're still here. September flies have not flown. The October coop. But you know what? I remember at Jackson's first birthday, somebody opened the door, and oh. we had flies for days afterwards. Ugh. Like, left the door open for a few minutes. So, yeah, it's it's not unusual. Yeah. It's fine. That's true. Don't have a spider out there. Mm. I know. That's the other thing. I've seen a ton of spiders yeah. this season. Well, it is spider season. Spooky season. They're just helping me decorate for Halloween. I haven't put any of my Halloween decorations out, really. Really? 
Oh, they're in the box. I just, I'm not there. I've so. Well, I so much going. I on. know why you're not there. You've got a ton going on. Things, you guys. I'm taking. <laughs> oh, we've talked about it. I'm taking some classes, and I'm taking <laughs> criminal justice classes. And there is one class that just started this week. It's like criminal law proceedings and evidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it started Tuesday. <laughs> we've already had two discussion board assignments one that had 12 different questions on there that had to be broken down into different like compare and contrast and thought processes mm-hmm. we have a quiz we have to share a current event every week going on the top of topic of something we're talking about and they said please go ahead and start your term paper <laughs> it's the first week of class Wolf. i know nothing about anything we're talking about oh my gosh so just send me some good vibes because i am i'm losing it and then we're juggling like family being in our town my uncles were here yeah. mike's dad's coming jackson's birthday's next week then it's halloween you and i need to record you know keep yeah. the podcast up trying to find a job she is <laughs> the busiest i'm just um i'm barely staying sane but pumpkin beer helps <laughs> pumpkin beer definitely helps I told Mike I wasn't going to drink today. And he's like, well, don't. And I'm like, well, then Christina mentioned pumpkin beer. <laughs> I know. Oh, anywho. I know. We got a pretty neat little episode today that we thought about doing. I know. I'm excited about We're this episode. talk about witches. Witches. Famous witches in history. Yes. I love it. I love it. Do you want to do your half first? Yeah. And then, uh, I'll start. I found a few... Um, Famous witches from around the world Ooh. back in history. And I may butcher their names, but we're going to talk a little bit about them. And I'm going to try to slow my roll so I'm not stumbling over my words and so anxious this time. <laughs> okay. Okay. The first one we're going to talk about is Malin, Matt's daughter. Ooh, okay. Or Mal, M-A-L-I-N. Malin. M-A-L-I-N. Is it Malin? I don't know. Malin. Remember a what, Swedish what witch. From? Steel Magnolias. Malin! Oh, Mike's back. Can hear her. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my husband just got back. She is known as one of the few people in Sweden confirmed to have been executed by burning for witchcraft. Oof. The only one to be executed by this method during the famous witch, witch hunt, Det Stora something, which is known as the Great Noise in Sweden during 1668 to 1676. The first report of her witchcraft was in 1676 by her 19-year-old daughter, Maria Eric's daughter. These, please just bear with me when I read these stories because it's a lot. The true daughter of Maylin, Maria, at age 19, was called upon and confessed that she had the same night been abducted by Anna, wife of Staffan, who sells beer, to whom she had lost at games by her mother last Easter, and her mother allegedly said to her, My daughter, do you wish to follow me, and we will make people out of you. What? Thereafter, she began to take her every night um, to Blockula, which I should have looked up what that was. Um, and I think pretty much she was taking her and whoring her out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I should have looked more into these. Please. Hold please. Do, 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 do. Also, she could barely read and knew the Lord, didn't know the Lord's prayer, which in that time was very, like, was one of the reasons they would convict you of being a witch. If you weren't very religious and couldn't keep up with all of that stuff. Yeah. And that was, um her mother not the actual girl 
apparently they asked her like 11 times to bend at her knee and pray on in the court and she couldn't do it and so that was one of the other reasons she was suspected suspected of being a witch and sentenced to death by burning i think i might have defiantly probably told somebody you can kiss this if they told me to bend oh, right. the knee and bend pray. the knee yeah um she was also accused of consorting with the devil at that point and one of the reasons was because she had difficulty reading and pronouncing words from the Holy Scripture. Bless her heart. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, her daughter also testified that she took she and other children to Satan. Oh my and that Satan himself, uh, the mean one, appeared in court, long back, <coughs> black and with horns, standing by her mother, holding her skirt and whispering in her ear, never to confess. Oh my goodness. Let's see. But, yeah, there were a lot of other kids that confessed and testified to having been abducted by this woman and taken in front of the devil. Goodness. Yeah. She married several times. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm, like, sweating right now. This oh was the goodness. longest one, and I can't even get through all of it. Anyway, so she was, like, one of the first ones known to actually have been burned alive and not... Usually, I guess, they would decapitate them and then burn their body. Uh-huh. But they actually burned her alive. Wow. Yes, for everyone to watch. Wow. Yes. That was Malin or Malin or whatever her name was. Sorry. Okay. We have Murga Bien. Who was German? Murga. Is it like um, Magda, but Murga? Oh, Magna. Uh She was one of the most famous victims in the Fulda witch trials in 1603 to 1605. Okay. She was born in the city of Fulda. She was married three times and was the heiress of two heiress of her first two husbands, which later played an important part in accusations. Okay. She had many, I guess, conflicts with her husband and the employers. at that time, which didn't do her any favors because, you know, men were always all about um, saying someone was a witch back in that day. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. La, la, la. In March of 1603, the investigations into the witches resulted in the first waves of arrests in the city. And on June 19th, Marga was arrested and put in jail. Her husband protested because she was pregnant. In jail, she was forced to confess to the murder of her second husband and her children with him and one member of the family of her husband's employers and that she had taken part in the Sabbath of Satan. Oh, my goodness. Her pregnancy was considered an aggravating circumstance. She and her husband had no children, although they had been married for 14 years. So she was forced to confess that her current pregnancy was the result of intercourse with the devil. Oh, my gosh. She was judged guilty of witchcraft and was burned alive at the stake in Fulda in the autumn of 1603. 1603. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Goodness. That I, makes me so sad for them. Now, here's my thing. Was she... Did they force her really to confess that? Or did she really believe that the baby was a... Pro- I mean, they'd been married for 14 years and had no kids. I mean, she could have believed So was that. it really like the child of the devil? Kind of like... I, the way that I've read some of these stories, it makes me think that some of them were probably deep in postpartum depression. Oh, right. And they tortured them, <gasps> trying to get them to confess. So at a certain point, if you were being tortured, I think that you would admit to anything just to make it stop. It just breaks my heart for these women. Yeah. There was nobody to advocate for them back then. 
Why are these pages out of order? Did this print twice? Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> what in the world? Okay. What you looking at? We now have Agnes Simpson. Agnes. These are so, I mean, these are old. Died 28th of January, 1591. 1591. So long ago. Okay. Agnes was a Scottish healer and um, suspected witch. She was also known as the wise wife. Um, she was involved in the North Berwick witch trials in the later part of the 16th century. Sorry, we're getting Logan situated here. They were in Scotland. She was considered to have healing powers and acted as a midwife. The indictment against her indicated that she was a widow with children. A current, uh, hmm, excuse me, according, I'm sorry, I'm like, current. <laughs> I'm like watching you walk around and like trying to read and I'm just sweating. Okay. According to news from Scotland, Agnes confessed to causing a storm that drowned Jane Kennedy on September 7th, 1589, when ferry boats collided during a sudden storm. She had made a charm by sinking a dead cat to which her companions had attached part of a dead man, dead man's toe. <laughs> Into the sea near Leith, L-E-I-T-H. Mm -hmm. The same charm raised the storm and weather effects that threatened the king on his return voyage from Denmark in 1590. She used the phrase contrary wind, which frequently appears in contemporary correspondence describing the voyages in a special sense. She said the king's ship experienced a contrary wind to the rest of the ships, then being in his company, which thing, excuse me, I can't even read right now. <laughs> Pretty much she conjured the storm that was, like, wrecking people's lives and killing okay. them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, apparently she also was able to, like, um, predict a lot of things that were going to happen. She also knew a lot of information about a pe people that she shouldn't have been able to know. Mm -hmm. So. That's what, <laughs> that's what Logan thinks about that. She also confessed that the devil had offered to help her and her children because she was a poor widow. Goodness. To her, the devil appeared as a, a black man, a dog, or a hay rick. Goodness. Yeah. She had also attended a witch's convent at North Berwick with her son-in-law. They collected bones and powdered them for charms against the pains of childbirth. So she was really into, like, witchy stuff. I see, and that's what makes me so sad for them, is, like... They, you know, witchcraft, I think, is about healing, and... Mm-hmm. It can be, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that was threatening to the patriarchy back in the day, so... Yeah. So, ultimately, in the end, she was taken to the scaffold on Castle Hill, where she was, um... Is it garroted or garroted? G? Garroted, It yeah. garroted, yeah. then burnt at the stake in 1591. Goodness. Yeah, Goodness. Apparently, she still haunts the area. Goodness. Mm -hmm. Goodness, Logan. All right. Now we have Mother Shipton. Have you heard of Mother Shipton? I have, yeah. She had a lot of prophecies and things as well. Mm -hmm. Her name was Ursula. Ursula. Kind of like poor, unfortunate souls, Ursula. Yes. <laughs> she was said to be an English soothsayer and a prophetess. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The first known edition of her prophecies was in 1641. She, Lord Jesus, I had me and my printing out of my notes. I printed the same thing twice. Oh, Y'all, 
This is what happens when I try to multitask. <laughs> la, 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 la. Apparently she was really ugly. Sorry, I'm just trying to read over this and figure out what I can actually read right now. And Logan is, you know, not really. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try this again. <laughs> we were just talking and our audio cut off. Go figure. <clears throat> mm. Back to um, Ursula or Mother Shipton. Yeah. It was claimed that when she was only two years old, her foster mother left the house to run errands and left her home alone, which is a little bit young for two. Yeah. But whatever. Seems a little what, neglectful. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'd be like me leaving Jackson. Like, I'm going to go food line up. Yeah. <laughs> the foster mother returned to find the front door wide open. <laughs> Just watch Coco Mel and you'll be fine. Grab some snacks. Don't do anything you know, that I wouldn't do. <laughs> oh. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> when she returned home, she found the front door wide open. Afraid of what might still be in the house, she called her neighbors to come help. That sounds like something I would do. Can somebody come in here and help me because I'm scared. I need an adult. Did you hear that? That was... What is that? That's his toy in the toy box. And he, they haven't played with it all day. Oh my gosh, I'm getting chills. Oh my gosh. Can you guys hear Guys, that? can you hear that? I'm getting goosebumps. We haven't played with that. Oh my god. Maybe it's just Austin. I have a Maybe it's body Austin. Chills. Ooh, one 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 one. <laughs> Listen. Oh my god. Guys. Can y'all I hope y'all can hear that. Is it in that toy box? Oh, if it stops. Christina, the piano's not even touching anything for it to do that. It's upside down. It's this right here. Watch my beer. It's this blue thing. That's the piano. It's been laying like that all day. Can you guys hear that? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Please tell me this didn't cut off. It didn't. You guys can hear that, right? Oh my god. I mean, it's like somebody's going do 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 do. It's not even like as if something were just laying on it. Austin. That's tapping over and over. Yeah. <sighs> oh. Oh, and look, it stopped. Oh my god. <laughs> 11. You guys. Austin. <laughs> Christina, it's not even touching. It's this. It wasn't even touching anything. It was just laying like that. Oh my gosh. That's what it. Oh my gosh. It's not been in there all day. It has not been out. Well, y'all, I mean, y'all heard it when it started. We were sitting in here, and I didn't realize it was the, the toy box directly behind it us. It right there. Oh, spooky season. <laughs> well, that's, remember how, it, it was the toys in here that used to play, um, and we found out it was Austin doing it. Remember? Mm-hmm. Like a year ago when he would mess with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you guys are welcome. Spooky season has begun. Right, let me get through this so I can take Logan so you can... Okay. Okay, so she called the neighbors to come help. They heard a loud wailing like a thousand cats um, through the house. Her cradle was found empty. After a frantic search, the, her foster mother looked up to see Ursula naked and cackling. Oh, my god! Perched on top of the iron bar where the pot hooks were fastened above the fireplace. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Apparently, this is uh, 
a weird one. So there was an event where all the chief members of the parish were gathered together having a meeting. At one point during the meeting, Ursula walked past running an errand for her mother. The men stopped to mock her, calling out Hagface and the devil's bastard. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't I wish I could see how old she was, but I don't know. I thought it was my walking by that freaked me out, sorry. Um Ursula kept walking to continue her errands, but as the men sat down to their meeting, the ruff on the neck of one of the principal guys transformed into a toilet seat and clapped down around his neck. The man next to him began to laugh, and as he did, the hat he was wearing was suddenly replaced with a chamber pot. (gasps) Amazing. Right? I saw this, and I was like, are you kidding me? Amazing Mother Shipton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the gathered members of the parish began to laugh loudly enough that the master of the house came running to see what was happening. And... Okay. Is that that? Yeah, I think it shut down. But it's like it got turned on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's over there playing a whole oh, like, thing. Is that piano? Go- Never mind, we're not going to go there. Um, so the master came out to see what was happening. When he turned to run through the door, he found himself blocked by a large pair of horns that had grown suddenly from his head. Oh my gosh. Yep. So the townspeople took that as a sign to never publicly mock Ursula. Well, good, because they shouldn't. Right. Um, as Ursula grew, so did her knowledge of plants and herbs, and she became an invaluable resource for the townspeople as an herbalist. Mm-hmm. The respect she earned from her work gave her the opportunity to expand her social circle, and it was then she met Toby Shipton. When she was 24 years old, they were married. From this point on, Ursula adopted her husband's surname and became Mother Shipton. The people in town were shocked at their union and whispered of how he must have been bewitched to marry her. Because oh she was so ugly, apparently. Oh what she was really beautiful, and they Maybe just said she that was. she was ugly because I, they thought she was a witch. Have you ever seen this uh, sword in the stone? Yes. La 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 la. When she turns herself all beautiful, mad madam men. <laughs> a month into her marriage, a neighbor came to the door and asked her for help, saying she had left her door open and a thief had come in and stole a new smock and petticoat. Without hesitation, Mother Shipton calmed her neighbor and said she knew exactly who stole the clothing and would retrieve it the next day. The next morning, Mother Shipton and her neighbor went to the market. The woman who had stolen the clothing couldn't stop herself from putting the smock on over her clothes, the petticoat in her hand, and marching through town. Mm. When she arrived, she began dancing and danced straight for Mother Shipton and her neighbor, all while singing, I stole my neighbor's smock and coat. I am a thief, and here I show it. Oh. When she reached Mother Shipton, she took off the smock, handed it over, curtsied, and left. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you looking at, little boy? Two years later, in 1514, Toby Shipton died, and the town believed Ursula to have been responsible for his death. The grief of losing her husband and the harsh words of the town prompted her to move into the woods, and the same cave she had been born in is where she returned to. She continued to create potions and herbal remedies for people. Her name slowly became more and more well-known, and people would travel far distances to see her and receive potions and spells. Wow. As her popularity grew, she grew bolder and revealed that she could see the future. She started making small prophecies involving her town and people within, and they would all come true. She also started to prophesize the future of the world. Um, She definitely... She... um, made prophecies on Henry the Eighth. She made prophecies about the end of times in like eighteen ninety one or something, which I have to look back and see what happened in eighteen ninety one, but apparently some big event hmm. happened. Um she met prophecies about big like storms that would come and destroy entire cities and all kinds of stuff. 
uh, bridge collapsed too in old times. So <laughs> she um she could do quite a lot that one. She could. She understood the assignment. She sure did. <laughs> Listen, I know who stole your stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna go see them in town tomorrow. Oh, we're gonna find them. And then they that woman marched around in the stolen items and said, "I stole my neighbor's stuff." And I I'm a I have to wonder <laughs> if she didn't kind of push that along a little bit oh, in terms absolutely. of her witchcraft. Yeah, absolutely. She created a little spell and incantation. Mm. Or let's let's reveal know, the thief by her wearing the petticoat oh, and broadcasting it. But not only that, do you think what if it was like not actually that person, it was someone she just didn't like? <gasps> it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So so I first I asked the guys, um, I did some research on some other witches, but um, I wanted to ask the guys like what witchcraft was um, and why people had such a, a, like a thing for witches. Why did they have it out for them so much? Um, and they said witchcraft is basically the using of herbs and nature's elements to create a spell that manifests into reality. Um, they said that the reason why uh, the church and the patriarchy in general has such a problem with witches um, is because, oh, or in women in general, um, they basically showed me that they have a serious problem with just women in general. Yeah, I um, believe that. We are super intuitive, just innately, um, and I think that is because we're literally like portals for the other side. You know, we bring this life into the world. (laughs) You know, you have been a portal twice now for, for these little ones to come to the other side Mm -hmm. to hear. So, um, and I think with that comes women's intuition, mother's Mm -hmm. intuition, you know, women just know things without being told and we're kind of innately psychic. And why would the clergy like that when they're trying to establish this system where you only come to me to talk to God? Yeah. You know, you can't have a personal relationship with God. Right. You have to come to me to be able to talk to him. I'm sure they were, like, a little bitter that they couldn't do the things, you know, that right. these women did. Right. Um, and I think... Job. Right. I also think that, uh, you know, there's so much religious fear around witchcraft and, you know, just venturing out of organized religion in general because we've just been brought up that way. Yeah. Um, and it was, like... A whole that was the lifestyle back then. Not that it's not for some people today still, mm-hmm. but I mean everything involved around. Oh yeah, religion. yeah. I mean, and if any of my family is listening right now, you know, all of y'all know, like, you know, for the first half of our life, we had really dedicated ourselves to Christianity and our faith, um, and we had kind of removed ourselves, you know, from like quote unquote secular life, um, and. So it's interesting now, once I started my own spiritual practice, that I can look back and see that what got me to really thinking and release my own fear around witchcraft and witches in general was that I realized that my own spiritual practices were very much so like witchcraft. And, you know, I, I dealt with a lot of herbs and I liked creating potions as a kid. And, um, you know, like with Reiki, you know, we send distance Reiki to people. That's really, you know... You know, we're using a by-proxy doll to yeah. send good intentions to someone. <laughs> it's no different than someone using a voodoo doll Ugh. to send something wow. to someone. <laughs> it's different in the intent, <laughs> but, you know, right. it's it's pretty much the same. Um, I also found it interesting as I got older to realize that 
the church pretty much participates in witchcraft, if you want to think about it. What is communion? Oh. Communion is a ritual where you are basically eating <clears throat> the body of Christ oh, yeah. and drinking you're, the blood of Christ. You're putting an intention or a blessing over yes. something saying this is the body of Christ. Yes. This is the blood in Christ. Yes. And we eat his body in remembrance of him. We drink his blood in remembrance of him. Mm-hmm. You know, think about it, y'all. <laughs> Communion is a ritual. Prayers are spells and incantations. You know, you're setting an intention in the universe to God. And you're praying that it manifests into reality. Yep. You know, a prayer is just manifesting. Mic drop. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, you know, we, we get caught up on these, these words and the titles that we have put on things. But these things are really the same, just with different titles, in yeah. my opinion. All right, so famous witches. So the first I found was Catherine Munvoisin, also known as Lovoisin, um, who lived in France in the mid-1600s. Of course she did. <laughs> she practiced medicine, including midwifery and abortions. Okay. Um, oh, can you imagine? Bless her. Ether, something crazy. That I know. Uh, she mixed potions and poisons, told fortunes. It was rumored that she arranged black masses where clients could confer with the devil also. Oh. Interestingly enough, she was also accused of heading a cult who poisoned many members of the French aristocracy. Aristocracy. Aristocracy? Aristocracy. Is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I just wanted to be right about a word. I, I, never am. I never write about words. <laughs> um. But they said that she had uh, planned to poison King Louis XIV because her most famous client was his mistress, Madame de Montespan. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. It was said that his mistress thought that he had taken another mistress without her knowledge and she wanted him poisoned. So in the late 1670s, uh, fear of poisoning and witchcraft reached a fever pitch. Uh, in the streets of France, and many successful fortune tellers and potion makers, including La Voisin, were arrested. She was burned publicly after being convicted of witchcraft in 1680. Uh, let's see, Alice Cateller uh, was the first recorded woman conven- condemned of witchcraft in Ireland. She lived from the late 1200s <clears throat> to the early 1300s and was married four times which allegedly marked her as an unusual woman. A lot of these women were married multiple times. Uh-huh. Um, and I can't even imagine the stigma that came right. from getting married multiple times in, in medieval times. Can you imagine? Yeah. I can't even imagine. Um, after her fourth husband died, expressing fear that he had been poisoned, his children and the children of their th- her three previous husbands accused her of sorcery and witchcraft against their fathers. Sorcery. Mm-hmm. She was accused of a myriad of other depraving acts, such as animal sacrifice, worshiping Satan, and using her powers to manipulate and control Christians. Mm. One of her servants was tortured by the church authorities and confessed to witchcraft themselves, and also outed Cateller. Uh, mm. At this point, she fled the country, presumably to England, and was never heard from again. So they never caught up to her. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isabel Gowdy. Uh, was another famous witch who was tried and executed for witchcraft in 1662. She was notable for her detailed four confessions in which she gave of her own volition, according to authorities. Um, 
basically they said that she had said at one point that she entertained the queen of fairies and the king of fairies, Uh that she had gone to fairy town. Um, yeah, like this fairy town. Um, she said that she was a part of a coven. Um, but basically they came out to say that they had tortured her greatly. Um, Mm. so she had come out with these four different confessions during the course of that torture. And then she was ultimately burned at the stake. Mm. Uh, this was my personal favorite, Maul Dyer. If you've seen the Blair Witch Project, then you're already familiar with Maul Dyer. Um, her story is very much so based on lore and superstition because there's not entirely, um, a ton of facts about her. Um, but she was a resident of Maryland, um, that had been inspired behind many local tales and major movies. She lived in the late 1600s, um, and a group of her fellow townspeople accused her of witchcraft. She was chased out of her home by a group of men during a winter night, and her body was later found days later frozen to a large stone. Mm. So stories about her malevolent spirit haunting um, and haunting of the land in general has been rampant since uh, you know her death. But the story goes um, that when she was accused of witchcraft and the townsfolk chased her out, um, again, that her body was found frozen to that large stone. And according to legend, Maul rested on a large stone just before she died, leaving indentions um, behind on the stone. They think of her hands. Um, so they thought that that was also witchcraft, that right. she had left some sort of indention. In 1972, an 875-pound boulder was moved from a wooded ravine near Maldire Road um, in Maryland. Um, And it still sits there to date. And the local townsfolk still say that the rock itself is cursed. Some people have said that when they touch it, they experience great dizziness and even faint. I want to go see it. I know, me too. And then, have you heard of Marie Laveau? Oh, yes. Ugh, Marie Laveau. Ugh, if you've seen American Horror uh, Story, there was one I about... I know. I know. Yeah. So, Marie Laveau was a Louisiana Creole practitioner of voodoo, a herbalist and midwife, and was renowned in New Orleans and throughout the world today. Uh, her daughter, Marie Laveau, also practiced root work, conjuring uh, Native American and African spiritualism, as well as Louisiana voodoo. An alternative spelling of her name is Laval. It looks like how it's pronounced, Laval, but it's just a couple of Laval. different letters, yeah. Um, they said, you know, that she was portrayed by Angela Bassett in American Horror Story Coven, but she's the most accurately described as a voodoo priestess, a voodoo priestess, excuse me. Um, she lived in New Orleans from 1794 to 1881, and though little is known about her life, it is widely recorded. She had a massive following and commanded great respect walking the streets of New Orleans. Um, there is speculation that her magic mixed Catholic and African spiritualism traditions into one, and that her divinations were supported by a network. She assembled while working as a hairdresser and brothel madam. Mm. Um, she owned a snake named Zombie after an African god and so many more. Um, after her death, her gravesite was rampant with vandalism for many visitor- visitors believed that Laveau's spirit would grant them wishes if they drew an X on her gravestone. Oh, wow. So today, one must have a tour guide enter the cemetery and show you where she is buried in order to find the accurate place, I guess. <laughs> 
he didn't go into any of the gruesome stories about her. Mm-mm. The uh, and that's why we drink podcast. They did an episode on it. Mm-hmm. Have you read any of them? I saw a couple of different uh, things. Wolf. Mm-hmm. She would like stir brains of people. Uh, I just mm-hmm. in their skull. Ugh. She did some nasty stuff. I know. She had like servants, and I mean that's a nicer word for it, but. Mm-hmm. It was, it's very, the thing she did was just disgusting. I would love to know, because I have to wonder, like, are these stories oh, of that? these, like. That wasn't Laveau. I was are you of talking about. Oh, my gosh. You're talking about the. the LaLaurie, Madame LaLaurie. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah. That's different. Confused. <laughs> they were in the same season, though, of Coven. They did uh, LaLaurie and then uh, Madame did Laveau. They? Yeah. <clears throat> uh-huh. Because remember, Madame Laveau okay. finds her once she's been resurrected in the I show. Remember, I don't remember it that much. I watched it. Um, but, yeah, I just, I remember the story of LaLaurie. But that's weird because they were both in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And you can go Good see bird. the LaLaurie ma- mansion. Mm-hmm. Hmm. God, that's a mansion I would never want to tour, to be honest. I don't know if you can. I would never want to go in there, just no. from some of the stuff that went on in there. Oh, gross. But that's that's one thing that I wonder about. All these stories about these witches, uh, you know, that are from the past. Are they really true or were they trying to demonize these women further by marring their memory? Right. You know, like by making up these really, you know, crazy and uh, like supernaturally crazy stories about these women. Were they just trying to tarnish their name more, even in death? They might have, you know, I mean. I mean, it's not to say that. You know, no one is capable of bad things. I'm not saying that at all, but I think that, I think that some of these men probably had it out for these women, absolutely, especially women of color. And with Marie Laveau being mm-hmm. a woman of color, I think that she would have definitely had a harder time. Yeah. So, well, this was a cool episode. Yeah, right before Halloween. I know. We gotta think of some more like Halloween themed spooky topics. Mm-hmm. Maybe mummies. I know we've done pyramids, but mm-hmm. there's any good things? Probably not. <laughs> we could talk about demons. Hey. <laughs> we could talk about... I think there's a lot of mis- misinformation about demons and demonic possession and things bit. like that in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Well, y'all, Thank find you. us. Find us on Facebook. We only have 33 TikTok followers, but I guess if we actually did stuff on... I mean, you do stuff on... <laughs> Maybe I need to have one more thing to what I'm doing. You I know. know. I all the time. Um, find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, even though we haven't done that in a while. We are putting together um, something fun and semi-spooky for Halloween. Yes. Are we going to do a Halloween night, you think? Or the night before, Halloween Eve. It's up to you. Isn't the day after, is that All Souls Day? Or what is that? Uh, Is that day after? Yeah. Well, I think it's technically October the 31st into November 1st or 2nd. Okay, so it's that Mm day. I could totally do something after we take Jackson trick-or-treating. Yeah. Trick-or-treating's done. Cool. And spooky around like 9 o'clock maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Check out our social media and we will post more information. Cool. Bye. Bye.